Welcome to the Holistic Way podcast. I'm your host, Nikki, aka Dominique, founder of the Holistic Way, holistic life coach, and yoga teacher. I hope you'll join me weekly as we discuss holistic approaches, fresh perspectives, and non negotiable self compassion. Understanding is empowering, and self kindness is the new sexy. It is my mission to introduce to you new ways to work with your mind, body, and emotions rather than against them to create long-term results with more ease and fun. Hey gorgeous listeners, I am excited to have you here this week again for an amazing episode on the Holistic Way podcast. Before we start, I want to ask you beautiful souls if you enjoy this podcast, if you could take a moment to leave us a review on whether it is Spotify or Google Podcasts, it would mean the world to me, it would help my podcast and it would help more listeners to enjoy my content as much as you enjoy it. So thank you so much for leaving a review. Let's start with today's topic. I am excited for this one because it is, again, quite a personal one. And I want to share five mindset shifts that help me go from body shame to body confidence without any restrictions, without any diet. I want to start by saying for years and years and years, I tried to overcome binge eating. I tried to adopt healthier and more consistent habits and I failed miserably for years. I went on countless new plans, diets, I started fresh every week, every Monday, every day and I thought that more willpower was the solution to my problem. If only I could exercise more, if only I could eat less, if only I had a six-pack, I'll finally be happy with my body. Well let me tell you that this is the biggest lie I have told myself. Everything I did was through the lens of hating my body and needing to lose weight. So for years I felt miserable in my own skin and felt guilty every time I reached for chocolate or I couldn't stop eating the chips until the bag was completely empty. Finally in the last year I understood that I was going about it the wrong way. I understood that I had to change my approach. I learned more about myself, about how my mind works and I created a method called the holistic body. Since then I have helped my clients to find their holistic body too, a body they are proud of. So the first shift I made is that I started to focus on understanding how my mind works and why I did or didn't do certain things. So if you've listened to my podcast before, you might have heard me say that depending on the study, 90 to 95 of our thoughts, feelings, 
behaviors stem from the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is the part of our mind that works without us having to be consciously aware of what we're doing. That includes the things, the behaviors, what our body does to keep us alive, like breathing, but it also entails a lot of beliefs that we have picked up from childhood, from society, from repetition in the media, but that we don't necessarily know they are running in a loop in our minds. Understanding that if I focused only on willpower to make the changes to my diet, to the way I move my body, to the way I feel about my body, it only works on about 5 to 10% of my mind. That is like working against a giant. It's like running into a wall and trying to pass through the wall. Knowing that I have beliefs, I have behaviors that are ruled by this invisible power allowed me to have more compassion for myself, first of all, understanding that certain things are more difficult for me to do or are natural when it comes to things that I would like to stop was key for me to look at it in a different way, to start making changes in a different way rather than pushing through. And I always say, and I will repeat that over and over again until it lands and it resonates with people, is that willpower will never get you to where you want to go. Because willpower is just working with 5-10% to 10 of your mind while you have all the rest of your mind that potentially is working against what you're trying to achieve. So to give you a few examples, when it comes to binge eating, I used to not be able to stop eating crisps. It was very difficult when I started a block of Toblerone to stop before it was finished. And I thought I just had to push more. I thought it was a good idea to try not to have those trigger foods at home. I tried to throw them in the bin before they were finished. When in fact, once I started to try to understand why I was binge eating a whole block of chocolate, that usually it was because I was feeling uncomfortable because I was trying not to feel a certain way. When I started to understand that the more I restricted a food, that the more attractive it would get to me. And I started to make these changes from a place of understanding my mind. So knowing that getting rid of a food doesn't mean I don't crave it. I'll always find a way to get it. I could even drive to the petrol station to get a new block of chocolate, even if it was in the middle of the night almost. Um, so that would not stop me from having the food. 
And once I allowed myself to work through and process all these emotions, trying to understand what the behavior was a coping mechanism for. So understanding why you do things, why you don't do things that you know would be healthy for you. And understanding that staying in the status quo was comfortable. So finding and understanding your mind is a key shift that will allow you to make and see results and to create change from a place of love. It will also make sure that the change is long-term and not just you going on a diet. This is what happens when you go on a diet from a place of willpower. You only have so much willpower. Remember, it's only five to 10% of your mental capacity. So you might have enough willpower for a few days, maybe a week, maybe a month. But then once you come across an event that maybe is a bit overwhelming, something is out of alignment, and then you fall back into your old patterns. That applies as well to beliefs, understanding and figuring out what beliefs, what core beliefs you have about your body, about the food you eat, and looking at them from a holistic perspective and asking yourself, is this serving my highest good or is it not? Most of the time, me, and I see that in my clients as well, we have beliefs that are going against everything we want to work towards. Doing this work of figuring out what your beliefs are, figuring out what you believe you have to do to have the body that you want to have, what are the beliefs you have about food, what are the beliefs you have about your body, being able to get to the holistic body. What do you believe about your health and so on? I encourage you to ask yourself those questions and asking it not from a condescending place but from a place of curiosity and compassion. Once you understand how your mind works and why you do thin things, why thin things are so difficult for you to stop doing, why thin things that you know are good and healthy for you are so hard to start doing, then you can go at the problem from a holistic perspective by looking at the root cause and not just trying to mask the symptom because the binge eating the weighing yourself every day, the hating your body is just a symptom. The excess weight is just a symptom. The cellulite on your legs is just a symptom. It is not the root cause. And once you start addressing them as a symptom and not the root of your issue, you will find it, first of all, easier to adopt healthy habits to stop doing certain things that you know are not serving you and you will start to see your symptoms whatever they are being naturally reduced and even eliminated so that was the shift number one shift number two is i 
made restoring safety within my body a key and daily piece. I touched upon this a little bit in the first point is that everything that is outside of your comfort zone, everything that is new, everything that is change, that is different from what you're doing now, can potentially feel unsafe and weird to your nervous system. So if you try to change all of your habits at once, it will probably feel very awkward to your nervous system, which will mean potential danger to your nervous system. And then your body and your mind will work to return you to safety, to that baseline where you were before. This is something I am doing daily, really tuning into how safe my body feels, tuning into my nervous system. And I know that right now it might feel a bit of a woo-woo concept, how do I feel into my nervous system? But once you start working and listening more and more to your body, you'll know instantly when your nervous system feels safe and when it doesn't. I incorporate different exercises, different breathing exercises daily to make sure that my nervous system has a wider range of safety. And there's another key element to this part of feeling safe in your body. I have found that in myself, but also my clients, that there is a reason we carry the excess weight around our legs, around our belly. There is a reason why we find it so hard to overcome these unhealthy habits. There is a reason why we have these body parts that we deem as unattractive. Because there's a part of you that feels unsafe being the version of you that has complete health, that has a strong, lean body, that has the body that she desires. And usually it can either be something that happened in the past, that happened as a child, it can be sometimes even insignificant things or things that seem insignificant to your adult mind. But as a child, when you had pneumonia, for example, like I did, and my grandma was telling me that I have to eat more, I need some extra weight in case I do get an illness. And then I did, and I remember lying in my bed or on the couch and telling my mom that everything hurt from lying down because I had zero padding. My subconscious mind then made an association of not feeling safe in a lean and strong body and making sure that every single part of you feels safe moving forward is essential for you to be able to 
achieve your goals in a natural and easy way. So I invite you, if that resonates, to make a list of all the ways your mind, your body might benefit from not changing. Whether it's your habits, whether it's your weight, whether it's a physical body part that you are unhappy with, make a list of all the reasons why you're benefiting from being this way. Don't look at it from a perspective of your present conscious mind. Look at it from a perspective of your nervous system, of your primal need for survival. Look at it from a perspective of your inner child and see what comes up. When you have that list, this is your roadmap to all the things that you need to address in order for you to naturally and easily move towards the body you want to have, to heal your relationship with your body, with food, and to finally have food freedom and body confidence. If this is something you'd like to know more about, what are the tools that you can use to feel safer in your body please reach out i'm more than happy to share some of the tools that i use on a daily basis whether it's breathing exercises whether it's cold showers cold plunges whether it's some form of yoga exercises that i appreciate and enjoy doing regularly let's move on to shift number three and that is that I released the timeline and I allowed my body to take the lead. What do I mean by that? It means that I don't believe in a 90 days to your bikini bodies or shred in 30 days or get the abs in two months. Whatever diet culture has ingrained in us I know that summer is coming soon and that it is stressful for a lot of women but I want to make one point and it is for some people a difficult point to hear for me it wasn't easy to hear it wasn't easy to realize but it made the difference so I have in this relationship with my body, if we want to see it as such, abused my body emotionally, physically, mentally for over 20 years. I've been rude towards it, I've blamed it, I've called it names, I've forced it to do things that it really didn't want to need, it didn't want to do. I forced it to starve, I put food in it that it didn't want, that it didn't need. I was very toxic to my own body and I did that for I want to say over 20 years. So it is not my place to now decide that in three months my body needs to fill in the blank, get rid of the excess weight, 
become stronger, remove the cellulite. You can fill in the blank with whatever it is. I cannot expect my body after all these years of me not being a loving partner to do the shifts, to change and release when I just started to be a loving partner to my body in the last, I don't know, few months. Or if you're new to this journey and you think that results are going to show up in, I don't know, three, four months, two months, a month. I don't know, we always have these unrealistic expectations. Ask yourself, is it really up to us to decide how long it takes when the body feels safe to make those changes, to increase your metabolism, to break down excess fat, to remove the cellulite, to filling the blank again. So I had to release this timeline. Every time I got frustrated with not seeing results, I ask myself, how can I release the frustration, first of all? But then as well, I am not the driver right now. My body gets to choose when it feels safe. My body gets to tell me and I will listen to what it needs when it needs it and stop trying to force my mind, my expectation, my fears on my body. So really allowing myself to listen to what my body needs. And I hear a lot when it comes to cravings. Oh, but my body was craving sugar. No, your mind was, not your body. Start noticing the difference. And I agree in the beginning, it might be a bit tricky to differentiate between what is my mind, what is my body. But you can also look at it from that perspective. Is what I want right now coming from a place of love or is it coming from a place of fear? And you will notice that if it comes from the body, it is always 100% from love. This third shift is a big one. It is an intense one. It is a hard truth to hear. I agree. It took me a while to integrate that, to really own up to my part of this toxic relationship I had with my body. Not coming from a place of blame. We are leaving blame out of it, but being accountable for the role I played in this situation. I understand that we've been programmed, we've been conditioned over years through the diet culture, through all the magazines, through the TV shows. It runs in our society, it runs everywhere. And I want to say that we have responsibility at the same time who could not 
have gone down that path with that consistent message of you have to have the perfect body otherwise you're not lovable you're not enough if your body isn't perfect and just deciding that like a mom would with her daughter that she loves more than anything she would shield that child with everything she has from those limiting and sometimes even hurtful beliefs so owning up to doing the work we need to do to be able to love our bodies the way they are and that they get to decide when and when the healing happens. The fourth shift I made was that I worked on replacing shame with self-compassion. Shame is what keeps us stuck. Shame is never gonna be a holistic driver for change and I even want to say that shame is the main reason why I see so many women, why I was stuck in that unhealthy relationship with my body for so long because I was ashamed of how my body looks, I was ashamed of my belly, I was ashamed of my legs, I was ashamed that I didn't like my body as well, I was ashamed that I wasn't able to stick to a diet or restrictions I put on myself, I basically was ruled by shame day in and day out. What I then started to understand is that like any other emotion, shame is one as well. Shame is an emotion that with the right tools like EFT, I can process and remove. So when I then see myself in the mirror, when I do overeat, I am just neutral. I found that the shame was the reason I did most of the things or didn't do most of the things because I tried to outrun that feeling, which isn't possible, sadly. I wish it was, but it isn't. The way to process shame, like any other emotion, is to actually feel it and to release it and the best tool I found is with EFT. Once you release the shame you'll be able to make decisions from a place of self-compassion. And last but not least the final shift I made is that I made my holistic body a manageable priority. It is important that you create change and you create habits from a holistic perspective by supporting your nervous system and not working against it. 
so with the things I've said before not trying to make all the changes at once but introducing them in small steps and if you want to know more about that I made a whole episode about creating healthy habits that stick if you want to listen to that one I think it is episode 16 if I'm not mistaken and this was a key element for me to finally be able to adopt and have consistent healthy habit and when I say making them a priority is a pattern that I've seen in myself for a while is that I'd be so overly focused on hating my body not liking the shape size form that I went into this idea that I need to change everything at once was not able to then do that consistently which was impossible and then completely lost track of any kind of healthy habits or healthy practice to keep that journey so I was either trying to do everything or nothing and making my health rather than my weight making my holistic body a priority even if it is just introducing the tiniest change possible choosing a baseline of what is the minimum even when I'm having the shittiest day ever what is the minimum the basis the fundamentals that I am focusing on every single day until they become second nature so that was the fifth shift that I made that together allowed me to find food freedom I eat when I'm hungry I stop when I'm full I have confidence in my body I trust my body I listen to my body and I feel better in my own skin than I ever have and if you would have told me that I want to say a few years back that I didn't care at all how much I weighed I would have said you're crazy but here I am I don't even exactly know how much I weigh I don't see it as a measure for my worth anymore and I am grateful for the journey that I've gone through I'm grateful that I made some of the learnings the hard way even if it wasn't always easy but it means that now I get to teach you if any of this resonated you are maybe interested in knowing more about my group experience which is called the holistic body group experience where I will lead six women in an intimate group to find food freedom create body confidence and get the body you desired for life I 
Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have questions as well, if you want to know more, please reach out. You can find me on Instagram. Everything is linked in the show notes. Or you can just message me at info at nikki.co. I wish you a wonderful day, beautiful soul. I see you. You are not alone. And I'm excited to have you back next week. Thank you, beautiful soul, for being here with me this week. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and to follow me on Instagram at uniquely.nikki. See you next time.